0: Where we'll be exploring the many different
1: aspects of mental well-being, and hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being more joyful. So. We wanted to talk to you today about the different ways that we're actually hard on ourselves because keep coming across this with coaching clients and within group work that I'm doing. People are very hard on themselves to the, the detriment of actually their mental well-being, you know, it is really impacted on them but what I've noticed is there's different ways that people can be hard on themselves so it's not just like giving yourself higher expectations because that comes up an awful lot got an awful lot of perfectionistics in one um one particular group I'm working with um so and the, the the issues that come with that you know you'd think that would be great but actually there's a lot of issues that come with that high expectations on ourselves and we are really hard on ourselves that way that's that's the way and I just thought it might be quite useful just to talk about the different ways that we're hard on ourselves so that hopefully people out there go this is normal for a start and then okay You know, can I start addressing that? Can I start doing something different? Because you know what? We've already got hard stuff going on external wise. So I think we need to give ourselves a bit of a break. And yeah, just be a bit easier on ourselves. So I'm going to ask you the question, (laughs) Sue. Because I know you're hard on yourself, as I am as well. But I think there are also different ways that we're hard on ourselves. So can you talk to me about maybe a particular thing that you think comes up a lot, um, maybe what, what you're hard on yourself about, or what comes up in your coaching and group work that people are hard on themselves? How are they doing that? Does that present itself?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, I agree. I think it does come up a lot, actually, in the group work and in the one-to-one coaching work that I do. I I see it very much as a as a trait, the perfectionism thing. But I think just generally, people people do expect a lot of themselves. I think as well, people are hard on themselves in a way that they, you know we do talk about this quite a lot in, in, in the well-being, the mental well-being stuff that we discuss, this kind of like retrospectively, you know, like, oh, I should have, should have known that, should have seen. And we're all, what we're doing is we're always judging based on where we are now. Yeah. And, and actually, that is something I definitely do. And, and I work, I'm working with myself to kind mm. of notice when I'm falling into that trap mm. and kind of coming back with that um I think it's interesting because I think one of the ways that I'm hard on myself is 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 it's sort of connected to that and I think about you know this idea of kind of like doing your best Mm -hmm. you know so you'll say like oh well did you do your best well then it's good enough yeah you know and that's So how do we know if we've done our best? And that's something that, you know, I like to kind of deeply (laughs) overanalyze.
1: Hang on a minute.
0: What if? So like, when I think about this question, like, did you do your best? My default would be to say, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't do my best. Because, is that because I know what I'm capable of? And so I'm measuring myself with my when I think of this word best I'm thinking about Mm. my best self yeah you know so what's the the possibility that I could be but what I'm not taking into account is you know at that particular moment what were my thoughts what were my feelings what were were the circumstances what was going on for me that day you know what was I feeling able to do what was one thing that the next day which would have just felt so easy to me feeling like it was causing me such crippling anxiety um mm-hmm. you know it's sort of so you know what was my mindset I'm imagine when I think about did I do my best I'm imagining a perfect scenario
1: yeah But well, don't so, we all though
0: yeah so I'm imagining myself as like this complete whole knowledgeable all-seeing you know kind of understanding person
1: Mm.
0: that clearly I'm capable of being
1: (laughs) (laughs) clearly I know
0: this
1: as your business partner I agree
0: but you know and that that kind of like I know exactly what to do and how to do it and yeah and that's the criteria for how I'm judging myself and I think one of the things that I particularly do is kind of think you're in this well being world, you're reading all the time about mental well being, you're researching, you're looking at studies, you're looking at behavior, you know, fascinated by behavior. It's kind mm. of, and it's that kind of sometimes that feeling I've got this lack of ability to apply it to myself. And so, therefore, yeah, I suppose I am going into a being quite hard on myself. It's almost kind of like, well, you should know better. Oh. So I think that's that's a very convoluted way of explaining a particular way that I'm hard on myself. Um, but I do think that should know better Think applies to a lot of the people that I, I work with as well. They may not use that phrase, but I think that's essentially what they're getting at. Yeah. Does that
1: make sense? It's really interesting because I see that as two different ways of being hard on yourself. Okay. So you should know better is, is that should word. And it's that, okay, you're saying to yourself, I should know better than this. And therefore I should do something different. It's all around that word should. And I know you, and I know you hate the word should. Mm-hmm. Actually, and that's a strong word, hate. But I know you you hate that word should, as, as do I, because we know the impact that that has on people's, mental well-being and for anybody who doesn't know me and Sue um, I can speak wholeheartedly about Sue in that you know we often say we are not holding ourselves up as look we've got all of our shit together this is very much a we're walking this journey with you we are learning from this yes we know the psychological stuff we know we know the neuroscience behind things we are putting things in place but we don't always get it right for ourselves so you know we do try to walk the walk because we can talk the talk and it's really important for us for you to know that because this is about us and we work with very much our authenticity it's about look no we drop things we aren't good all the time You know, we don't have all of our mental well-being there all of the time. And if I'm honest, I think anybody who says they have, I would take with a pinch of salt. Because I don't think you can because your life is a roller coaster. I think that's a song, isn't it? Something like that. Anyway, (laughs) but what you're saying there for me, Sue, is that so you've got this should going on. And that is something that you are expecting of yourself. This other, which I found really interesting when you were talking about it, about this, you need to turn have you done your best? So have you turned up and done your best that day? And actually, maybe that in itself, again, there's a lot of loaded words within that. So is it just, did you show up today? Maybe that's enough. Did you actually show up Because that then is taking into account anything that's going on for you. You got out of bed. You came into work, into our kind of work scenario. I'm not saying you felt like this today, but I'm just going with it. Yeah. So you showed up today. And then whatever that happens to be is enough. No best. It's enough. Because you are enough as is anybody out there and that's the thing with us and I know this is really easy for me to say because I do a different kind of thing but yeah this showing up as our best self the world seems to revolve around us pushing ourselves all the time making it that we are always striving we're always seeking we're never enough And I think that is wrong. And I stand by that, that it is totally wrong. It is okay for you to be who you are and to always just be who you are right now. It's okay for you to change. It's all right for you to have dreams. It's all right for you to have goals. It's all right if actually you don't have any of those at the minute, that you're actually content. That's okay. Because you show up. And that this thing about the different ways we're hard on ourselves. You're hard on yourself. People are hard on themselves by thinking I have to show up as my best self every day. And I would change that too. You showed up. That's what you did today. Congratulate yourself on that. There will be days when it will feel like you're shining. And it'll be days when it'll feel like it may be a bit dull you know what that's because no days are the same because we're living and breathing people human beings in a ever-changing world we are dealing with other stuff that's going on so actually just showing up is enough and should be enough and then this thing about I should and I should and again even though this is an internal thought I actually think it's imposed from an external source. If you lived in, if you lived in a different continent or on a, on an island, right, yeah, if you lived on a desert island and you had never been subjected to the media and other people potentially, then I wonder if you would think, did I? Did I show up as my best self today? I should have done this and I should have done that and I should have looked like this and I should have looked like that. I'm not, I don't think you do. I don't think you would. I think it's an external source that impacts on us internally that gets us to think like this. And I think it shows in any way that we are hard on ourselves. So we've got perfectionistics. Those people, they're hard on themselves. They strive to do the best because an external source has told them that's what they need to do. It drives that part of their personality that says they have to be perfect at things. You've got myself who's never happy looking in the mirror, whether I'm slipper or fatter, not happy, I can always find lots of things wrong and hardly ever find things nice and that's the way that i'm hard on myself i'm really hard on myself in my looks why because that's an external thing it's not an internal thing so again there are that's another way that we're hard on ourselves and it's all come from an external source because you know people love me for how i look now or even though i look whatever i look people still love me they potentially see past that and yet it's amazing how many times i meet people maybe new friends and i'm always thinking what are they thinking never about me as a person more about me and how i look and like i say it doesn't matter like what my weight is at that time because it fluctuates it doesn't matter I always think that so what is it with this thing about we are hard on ourselves I genuinely think that because of an external source what do you think about that when I say that
0: I think it is I think it's I think it's the way we're kind of programmed quite early on to yeah we focus on the gaps Or what we perceive to be, you know, kind of. I mean, you know, our kind of whole education system is sort of like, you know, it's all around attainment and achievement and right. I'm not this now, so I have to become this in order to be that. And you know, and and it's sort of it's it's all about you know, begetting things and kind of striving, as you used that word striving earlier. I always think I kind of like we're always striving and. We, we don't have time for living,
1: yeah, you know, totally.
0: so it's kind of to make sure that and and there's nothing wrong with setting goals, like you say it's important mm-hmm. to have goals, dreams, aspirations and yet it's they shouldn't be kind of ruling you or kind of be they're not the be all and end all necessarily, and I mean, and we're all made differently, you know some people that whole kind of achievement focus that's how they're made up, you mm-hmm. know and that that fuels them that gets them out of bed in the morning and if you've got that real achiever driver um then you need to fulfill that in a way that's healthy for you yeah I think it's when it starts to kind of you know step over lines that it can become difficult it struck me as you were talking because that's what it made me think about it made me think about we're, we're trained to kind of focus on the gaps you know in the workplace if you look at any kind of performance management system very rarely does it look at what am I good at and how can yeah. I do more of that? How can I build on my strengths and what I bring as an employee, what I bring to this team? You yeah. know, it, it's, it's very much kind of based around, okay, well, what, you know, what, what do you need to do better? What, what do we need to, to get? You know, these are your gaps, these are your areas. <laughs> for you know, and we talk about areas for development and, you know, we are incomplete in that way. You know, we are always working kind of, I mean, I've tried to shift away from this phrase working on ourselves to working with ourselves. Yeah. But I feel that that's kinder and also it's more, I can do more with that. Yeah. I feel like, because that, then that's about acknowledging, you know, what I already have and what I already am. And, and as you say, what if that was enough already? Yeah. And what if I believed that about myself?
1: Um, you know, oh, I know. What where it? can I
0: go from there? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd so... love to
1: see that. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) and and if you think about this okay here's the thing the self-improvement industry (laughs) well there you go straight away the clues in the title isn't it you know yeah we're we're, we're there to kind of to improve um so I think yeah I think you're right I think wherever we look wherever we listen you know the the messages are all coming at us loud Mm. and clear that we're not enough and that we have to do better you know and I, I see it all the time you know kind of all these Facebook groups and all this kind of social media stuff about you know be a woman living her best life and you know and it's all kind of like people jumping off rocks into like you know
1: yeah you know, so At the yeah.
0: end of, like, <laughs> I don't know why they're always jumping into the sea for some reason um, yeah or kind of and you know and I'm not I'm not knocking the spirit of what people are trying to do there at all. It sounds like I'm being really having a downer on that. I'm not, I think it's just, for me, there's a danger with it. You know, that like what we were just saying there is kind of like, well, if I'm not doing that consistently, a hundred percent, you know, if I don't jump into the sea every day, then, you know, am I, am I failing? Am I not being my best self and living my best life? And like you say, Maybe my best that day was to, to just turn up or to... And I shouldn't use the word just, actually. That's, I shouldn't use that in that way. Because I think what it made me think when you were speaking was that context is everything.
1: Yes, totally.
0: And we forget the context. We do. I think I, think I just want to say one kind of more thing that's kind of maybe going to put a whole kind of other skewed <laughs> perspective on what, what I've well, just said. So yeah. having all said all of that, and I believe all of that, very strongly, very wholeheartedly. What I know I have a tendency to do and what I think I've got a fear of that's probably from my own programming, but I'm very aware of it now, is a fear of complacency. Right. So that actually, okay, so if I say it's okay to just turn up, it's okay to kind of just do what you can and that and that is your best in that context on that day where's the line between that and then that becoming the norm that becoming the habit and then becoming complacent with myself because sometimes it's okay to give myself a little push sometimes I need that I need to reach I need to stretch beyond you know into that stretch zone Mm. Am I making sense here?
1: Um, you are. I want to I want to ask yeah. why is it not okay to be complacent with yourself? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm asking you that question.
0: Well, that's a really good question. You'll have to ask my programming. I don't know. <laughs> I need to consult the manual on that. Don't
1: know. Hmm. So because why is that not okay? I would love to know that. Why is it not okay to procrastinate? Why is it not okay to be complacent? What, because everybody else tells me so? What if that's what I want to do? What if that's actually what makes me want to jump in the water? (laughs) Or actually, what if it is, like you said, what if it isn't jumping off a rock into a water? What if it's curling up on that sofa with a really good book? That's my best life. not jumping off a rock because (laughs) actually there's quite a few people out there jumping off rocks so we've got that cornered we've got that all sorted we've got enough people doing that what about people who are you know going supporting other people that's their best life Mm. just being the another person's rock what if it's sitting in a corner reading a book on your own what if it's the woman walking down the street with the dog that's her best life because you know what our best life isn't what other people think it looks like our best life is what we want it to look like and actually if you have a complacent day I really want you see I want you to do this now I want you to have a complacent day And I want you to sit with that feeling and go, where is it coming from? Why do I have that? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Genuinely don't. Because for me, the flip side is then you need to be striving for something. So for me, when you're talking about being complacent, I'm thinking, actually, you're not. You're just living in the now. Maybe. you're just living with whatever feels quite right to you right now and that's not being complacent it's just living in the now that just word that's what it is it's that's what you're doing to me anyway that's really interesting I think I'm gonna really I am
0: going to reflect on that <laughs> <laughs> unsurprisingly it's making me think that we're just forever in judgment, aren't we? We're forever in judgment of ourselves, even though we, you know, we say we're
1: not, or,
0: you know, we we try not to be. We, we try not to judge
1: other people, but <laughs> judging ourselves, yeah, we're not as good at that.
0: And I think it's, we're doing it unconsciously um, mm-hmm. without realising it. I think that that would be a really good noticing exercise, wouldn't it? Of, you know... When am yeah. I slipping into judgment? When am I in acceptance? You know, what does that kind of look and feel and sound like? Um, yeah, I'm quite quite fascinated by that. That's maybe a challenge that we could set, set for people.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. And let just, us know how you get on. <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. I think the, just for me, it's about... it's all about this external validation that we are hard on ourselves and we're trying to get internal validation and that that's why we're hard on ourselves in all these different ways so yeah how you're thinking how you're feeling and people run away from their emotions because they don't want to feel something because if they do that's another thing that comes up we know that within our emotional wealth people are actually scared of sitting with their emotions because it's going to take them to a bad place but actually maybe you need to visit that bad bad place so that you can make it better so it doesn't become a bad place and it doesn't start to infect any other places for you
0: Mm.
1: you know or so you start to realize actually where you are now Is a really good place. And yet you weren't potentially thinking that. But when you visit the bad place, you go, actually, I'm okay where I am. That's
0: really interesting because it's making me think, this is going to sound really mixed round, but that's like a way that we're inadvertently hard on ourselves whilst actually trying to protect ourselves. So we try to protect ourselves from feeling the feelings or from visiting the thing. But actually, we're, being, we're doing ourselves a disservice, aren't yeah. we? We're being yeah. hard on ourselves without even realising it because we're not giving ourselves a chance to visit that, to feel that, to explore that, to learn about ourselves in that way. Yeah. We're kind of like shutting ourselves down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's loads of different ways that we're hard on ourselves, aren't we? And I, but I think a lot of it, like you said, just come down to where we're seeking validation, where we're seeking you know what feels right for us and I think we're doing a lot of judging we're doing a lot of comparing setting up all these expectations we're trying to is it that often we're trying to be something that we're not something other than you know or we're trying to fill those gaps those perceived gaps when really what we are and who we are is enough
1: yeah I mean I very often think I I look at other people and I go I want to look like that or I want to be like that or I want their life I've no idea what their life is you know they they could be like crying every night or whatever but I'm like oh I want their life because they look like they've got it all together I used to do that an awful lot but and I do think that actually that happens because of Facebook I think like social media that kind of thing sort of impacts on that even more but I also think there's nothing wrong with going I love how they look that's great that they look like that you know that that's really nice without me having to look like that because I don't and I won't because it won't be me and I love that person's personality I love you know me I love quirky people Mm -hmm. I love if anybody goes um, they're a bit nuts I'm probably going to love that person (laughs) because I just gravitate towards wacky nuts kind of people because they just light my fire they just get me excited and I just I feel better around them I just love them and there's nothing wrong with that but it's sort of like okay maybe I'm not weird or wacky you know so but I don't have to be. I can still think that's an, a, an attractive quality. I can still think that that is a quality that I would like to have, but that's not me. But we need to learn to do that without wanting to become it, without wanting to be something that potentially we're not. And I think this happens a lot. It's sort of like, I've got a friend who, she wants lots of friends. She wants to go out. She wants to go away with all the friends and have pictures taken. So on her Facebook page, it shows she's having a really good time. It shows she's having a laugh. She's got the ability to do that. She's not in a good place at the minute. So actually what she needs to do is not do that. She needs to take some time, take care of herself kind of thing and be okay with where she is right now but what she does is she gives herself a hard time because then when she is out and you wouldn't know this by pictures but she's not feeling happy she's not feeling how she thought she would feel by looking at somebody else's pictures of this and if she saw her own picture maybe didn't recognize herself she'd probably think oh they look like they're having a great time but actually her feelings are I don't want to be here and I don't want this and I feel crap and I just want to cry and I want to get away from all of these people. So it, there's something about looking at something and not going, that's what my life needs to look like. Or that's what I need to feel. But just going with the flow when you do have it because there's other times we've been out and she has had to cry. Then she had a really good laugh and it's all mixed in together and that's okay as well and it's like that's how it needs to be we can see people we can see other people's lives or what they look like or how they act or what their personalities are and then still be okay with who we are you know I've got friends who are out all the time they look like they're having a whale of a time that's really nice for them I'm going to curl up with a good book now and I'd be really happy like that and it's sort of like I was really happy the other day we went out walking with the dogs it was freezing cold I got drenched it was like massive hailstone and I was like wow what an adventure this is walking on the beach getting pelted by hailstone and just thinking but you know what I'll remember that day And it's just, it's that kind of thing. It's giving ourselves that permission to find the happiness in what we see and what we feel rather than trying to emulate what we think it should look like and what it should be. And I think that's another way we are hard on ourselves. We get something and it doesn't look or feel like we were expecting it to so then it's a disappointment and instead we need to switch that we need to look at that from a different angle and go okay this is how it looks and this is how it makes me feel isn't that interesting be more curious about that and why it that kind of things so there are there's so many different ways we are hard on ourselves but I think it's about going internal and going and getting to know ourselves we always say that why what's going on for us and that's what I would ask you that's why I said like okay why why can't you be a complacent one day why do you have to show up as your best self because actually just showing up is enough so what do you say to that uh, (laughs) challenge
0: accepted (laughs) <laughs> and say what it's making me think with everything you were just saying then because we were talking about being different ways that we're hard on ourselves if we learn to soften that you know kind of in a way that's more fitting of where we are in a way that takes into account the context and I think it's kind of like it was making me think about how we measure things you know so what's your what's your measuring stick you know what's your measuring criteria if you like you know because you mentioned a lot of criteria there you know particularly like in the examples that you gave and it's sort of maybe we need to be like questioning where's that coming from yeah is that is that like you say is that really me is that really what I want is that really what I need and I think just asking those kinds of questions will help us to be less hard on ourselves because instead of kind of pursuing that you know whatever normally happens after we're hard on ourselves you know kind of like you know the routes that we take and the things that we start doing to kind of punish ourselves or you know make ourselves feel whatever it is we think we need to feel without feeling the the real stuff that we need to feel <laughs> or should be yeah it's yeah I think it's like you say getting to know ourselves going more internal just questioning okay you've been a bit hard on yourself there. what's that about what if you weren't so hard on yourself today what if you accepted that this is how you need to be because actually that's more in line with who you really are right now and go with that and just see where that takes you.